I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Language. Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Into the castle. When is Bob going to watch The Patriot with Mel Gibson again? That's the only question I have left. Oh, I watched it the other day. Uh, it Did was you? Before. Yeah, I, I oh, showed, nice. showed it to my kids. I showed uh, Ray Good. when he drives the uh, the American flag into the uh, heart of that horse and takes uh, tur- what's it? Uh, what, what's Tavington. 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 I'm glad you watched that, man. I watched that every July 4th. That's I remember watching fun. that. Never uh, seen it. Into the there's a yeah that's blasphemous it says to him sorry about that man I do. time just completely ran away from me it was like just fucking around in here and all of a sudden I didn't even have my headphones hooked up to my computer and, I, and you know I have Skype it doesn't ring it just pops on so I was so worried oh, yeah. that you were going to play like a really loud song and it was just going to come through the speakers of my computer. So it's going to start playing. Fuck, fuck. Something I don't even like. Like Metallica or something. Just something loud and obnoxious. Fred, mm-hmm. I don't know what this is. said 9.30 ten times. <laughs> Yo, it's cool. There's like a reflection in your Jurassic Park poster with the letter M. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you can see it from like the angle you're at, but like the way I'm looking at it, it looks like there's a shiny M underneath the I logo. Can't. I can't. Pretty cool. It's a uh, pretty date. Pretty foxy. Pretty Certainly, um, rainbow-like. I got my, oh, my microphone's in the way of my DC superhero poster. Can you see it? Oh, yeah. It's yeah, actually a puzzle that I made, and I, I mounted it with glue on a piece of wood. Oh, regular Sherlock. It's the most, like, construction I've ever done in my life. Yeah, that's a project. Working with wood. It's pretty cool. All I really did was glue puzzle pieces onto it. I like it. I like it a lot. Do you? Yeah. How much? Bogus. Hi. Booting now. Don't you love, uh... Don't you love Desmond because he says, I? Yeah, I love him. Oh my gosh. Hi. Hi, brother. You like, you're good at golf? I'm Scottish. I am Scottish. Aye. It's like everyone in Scotland born with like a golf club or like at least a kilt. I think I, yeah, exactly. And and uh, and whiskey in their uh, coming from the teat. I, I think I Bottle. should be said. I say I like, you know, in regular life. They'll be like, are you going there Friday? I'd be like, I, I think that that just sounds so much cooler than yeah. You know, when you're just like. Aye. You know, like Braveheart, when he's just like, if he wanted to kill you, he would have done already. Hi, I would. John, are you going to the store to get some milk for Haya? Hi, I am. Hi. 
Yeah, yeah. As I say, yeah. Yeah is like the worst form of of affirmative. You know, you sound lazy. Yeah. 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 No Native Americans. Or I I like the people to say correct. It's like okay. I I don't like correct. No. So are you go? Are you? uh, Did you validate those proposals? Correct. Okay. One of the the ESPN like oh, broadcasters when they want to agree with someone like they're like this authority on you know predicting the future. Oh, so okay, so LeBron and Anthony Davis they're the favorites. Correct. Like, Correct. Okay. 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 Oh, future. Thanks, seer. Your Honor. Right. Thanks, Your Honor. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, when it's like, uh, did you finish doing that? task that you were given uh what is the status of that it is completed oh. okay all right there's this new one that the people i work with always use and i've never heard it and they say it all the time is this a huh. uh, a standard of work <gasps> standard of work yeah like this is the way we do this you know task yeah, I think you you forward it to the credentialing department. That's a standard of work. Oh, uh, but I, but my boss is cool enough that I brought it up to her like I am now. I'm like, what is a standard of work phrase? She's like, I don't wait know where a minute. That came from like some people use it, some don't. They use that's that's the worst. Yeah, wait a minute. Work. I'm not a big fan of the of the uh, for uh, like the formal, you know, words being used like in an in, in-house staff meeting. Like I get it if you're with like a client, but when you're like in there and they're like, well, what happened with the guy? And they're like, well, the last communication that was communicated with them. And I'm like, no, 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 you're not on TV. Just say like, well, he didn't get back to me when I called him or I talked to him on this day. Not, well, the last communication I had or Most recent or when communication you, reflects. Right. Or when you say, um, when they're like, yeah, this when someone, someone's like, you're talking bad about somebody, like like somebody on the outside, and they're like, well, the gentleman on the phone was upset. It's like he's not a gentleman; oh. he's just an oh, asshole oh at this point. Just the guy. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, or uh, or when you like ask somebody for something and they like, let me send it to you again, and they just forge you like an email that they sent to you weeks before, and I'm like, no, don't don't do this. Right. Don't throw sh- this shady. I told you so. Oh, just that's like the most backhanded you know, form of communication, like make it obvious, like they'll delete like that divider at the bottom of right. your email signature, just so you can see, I sent this yesterday. It's like, I'm not trying to fight with you. You probably did. I just need it now. Like this second, can you just send it? I don't care how, right. Just send it my way. Yeah. There doesn't need to be this like hidden. I told you so. I know how to, I know how to manipulate and edit outlook emails too. So if anyone ever pulls oh, that yeah. shit, I can just throw something back at them. And be like, well, here it is. Right. You know, here you go. It's, it's, uh, you don't know who you're, it's like, it's funny if people ever try to like throw shade or something. I'm like, you have no idea who you're messing with here. I, I have know. spent decades I know. manipulating authority and facts to get away with stuff. Like, um, like, you know, let's be friends, but do not challenge shark or Hassinger no. No. within any situation. Cause there you is just nothing burn. I will give more effort to. Right. And smoke, mirrors, and me coming out on top. <laughs> Filled with country exactly. goodness and there was green no, peace. There was no more event that I will spill more blood and semen <laughs> and sweat and ah. oh than destroying gosh. you. Okay. Um, Biz uh, couldn't remember his password. I had that issue like five minutes ago. 
I was trying to do that face app fad that everybody's doing where they make themselves look old. And I'm like, I really don't want to look at this because I don't like the idea of me getting old. I think I'm going to stay young forever. But tonight I was just kind of bored and I'm like, well, if it's good, I'll post it. If I look creepy in bed, I won't. Yeah, if you look dignified. But then it was like, uh, when I tried to download it, it was like, enter your Apple ID password. I was like... See, nobody knows that. Nobody knows their Apple ID password. The only time you ever use your Apple ID is when you set up like a new iPhone or an iPad, and that's it. You don't like access your Apple ID unless you're like constantly buying music or something like that. So whenever they ask that, you're like, oh, come on. What is this? Like, I thought this was a smartphone. You're the one that's supposed to remember that. I didn't write it down with the 80 other passwords I have. You know who does that a lot is Sprint. Sprint will, like, not save your right password. So every time I log in, they're like, validate your location. I'm like, it's the same computer. It's the same computer every time. And they always make me, like, change a password or, or like, the, the secret word. It's, like, it's never right. It's oh, like, oh. What, was the, what was your first pet? And I'm like, Michelle. It was, like, my turtle. And they're like, incorrect. And I'm like, no, that, that is correct. That's my- the real. And then they reset it with like a pin. And it's not even the right pin. I'm like, what are you doing Bogus. over there? What are you doing? Mine Bogus. is like, what's your mother's Bogus. middle name? And I always have to catch myself because I think at the time I couldn't remember her middle name. So I just wrote her maiden name. So then I mix that up even more. I'm like, well, wait, do I remember it? Because I know it now. But I think but at the I'll time, I couldn't remember. I discourage females who are married from putting maiden names on Bogus. social media. Because that is, or male names. No Native Americans. Matter. Because it's an yes. easy way to pick up personal information. Yikes. How many ah. bank accounts have that as a security question? My mother's minute, well, if I wanted to find out, if I had to get, if I was able to hack your password, and then all I got to do was get past an easy security question, all I got to do is look at your Facebook and find out who your mother is. Right. Oh, yeah. That's such a good point because it's like you're I, not paying attention to any account with that name on it. Bogus. I know that's you want to go. You want people to find you from high school and they need your maiden name because they didn't know you got married. It's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, that's a good practice not to do that. I uh, I'm looking to see. I know Jen is Jennifer Clark, and I know Heather is Heya Hassinger. I noticed Jen couldn't wait to change it to Jennifer Clark. I think she did it the day of the wedding. She just couldn't wait to change her name. It's a beautiful yeah. American last name. Yeah, she didn't want to get deported uh, <laughs> at the border. <laughs> so she needed that white last name. I got you. We cool. It's fine. I get it. You know, I had a buddy that got married to an immigrant just so she could stay here, and he got paid like 20 grand for oh, it. Oh, my like, gosh. He's like, yeah, I made all this money. I was like... Yeah, but you also sold your soul. Yeah, twenty grand's you know, not nearly yeah, enough. At the border, like there, there's um, there's migrants. If that's migrants. The, the correct term still. No, buying Native Americans. Right. No, no, that's derogatory. No Native Americans. Yeah, you can buy children at the border. No I bought Native like Americans. The other day. It's they cheap are. labor. I mean, there's Guatemalans, fifty bucks. You you got uh, <laughs> like guinea hens. <laughs> What if you what if you ordered guinea guinea hens? Hens? We are not governed by the SEC right now? What if you ordered guinea hens and they mixed it up and you got Guatemalans and you're like, oh shit. Do you guys oh. kill ticks? And they're like, no, senor, and you're like, fuck. Fuck. What can you do? We can make hecky sex. My poor guinea hens. 
Oh, uh, yeah. What happened to the... First of all, listeners... Yeah, what is the story earlier, there? A couple of shows back, we talked about, you know, WAP chickens, which are guinea hens. Michael bought some, and, and I believe they perished. I'm, I'm guessing it was the heat, but what, what happened? <laughs> all um, right, dude. <laughs> fuck. I did indeed. So, I, I don't really know... Um, Oh. I feel like a murderer. I really do. I'm oh a diddly erdler. Oh my gosh. What? Our diddly erdler. <laughs> That's a good one. So I bought them on a Friday, which was last Friday. Well, um, two Fridays ago. Okay. And uh, I found a nice farm. It was out on eastern Long Island, so I didn't have to order them online. They were charging $40 for six. So a lot of places, you know, if you're looking Pretty for cheap. chickens, they charge like two fifty a piece, but there's a minimum, and you realize it's because they walk, they move in flocks. Anyway. Oh, okay. When I got oh, mine, they can't be uh, like singled out. I did as much homework as I thought I had to, but I guess I didn't. I don't have a chicken coop. These were guinea hens. I was told they were free range like birds, tough birds. That's uh, what I thought. Right. So not I, I just. Right, I just set them free, and yeah. they lasted through the night. And boy, these are noisy fuckers, boys. Oh, you <laughs> were playing the noises. They were. Yeah, really they sound like, loud. Yeah, uh, and even as Keats, I'm not. So, again, I did, you don't really buy them full grown because, um, I, you know, they got to get used to their environment, I guess. So people only sell them as Keats. Yeah. And they'll sell them Keep. out of the brood. So I, they picked them up out of the brood, put them in a little cardboard box, and I'd grow from the north shore to the south shore. And, and here's your new homes. And they didn't want to get out of that box so quick. You know, I had to dump them out. Finally, when they see they have a new home, they went, oh, all these, you know, parasites you <laughs> feed on, ticks, mosquitoes. Um, Black people. I, just, I really... Oh. <laughs> okay, there weren't any mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> How we doing, Suez? I'm sorry. Suez. <laughs> Welcome to Section 8. <laughs> Where's the crack pipe? So I let them roam free, and, mm. and uh, they were frolicking and playing. But uh, by, I guess, Sunday morning, last Sunday, uh, I wake up in the morning, and I go out to check up on them. And two of them I could see were dead. They had the ants crawling. And there was the other one that was still breathing. And I tried to bring them water. They're tough to care for when they roam free. They're going to run away from you. They don't like people, I guess. So the, uh, this one, uh -huh. I, I just sprinkled a little water to Bogus. make sure it was still alive. All I wanted to do was give it some water. I could see its two comrades were dead. Now, I had six of them. Um, and they had separated. So one of them was still squealing. This one was... Uh, Breathing, two of them were dead. Oh, and when this thing looked money up, back. this thing looked up at me. Yeah, I know. I really <laughs> this thing looked up at me like it. I, I watched this thing take its last breath, and I realized <laughs> it couldn't move. It was flapping its little tiny wings. It couldn't fly. Oh, that's but, oh. It, but it couldn't move. Oh my gosh! And I read that their legs break oh, oh very gosh. easily. Oh and no. Once they do, it's it's very common that they're just going to perish. Their yeah. legs break easily, really. Yeah. And I think that's what happened. This thing couldn't move its legs, well, so the uh, had to, the had guinea fowl has numerous predators. But they but that's when they're yeah when they're guinea fowl foal keeps. 
I, I would guess because they're so innocent and, and defenseless, but they're actually pretty tough birds when they're grown. Apparently, they will ward off snakes. Oh, oh that's weird. pretty helpful. But three of them I couldn't account for because one of them ran off into a backwoods and I never saw it again. Oh, another one ran off into a backwoods. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> that was it. I didn't see them again. So either they miraculously ran off, which they couldn't have gone far, uh, and I did not hear them, or they died, which seemed inevitable to me. There were three that were still alive, accounted for, but I never saw them again. I can only, you know, call them <laughs> I'm sorry that happened, but I think it'd be funny if they were mating in the woods, and you came out one day, and there was like 600 of them, like, charging, and you're just like, son of a bitch, get in the fucking house, Karen, get in the fuck. They're all screaming that weird chirp they do. <laughs> Well, exactly Windows shatter. Them, so I don't think they could mate yet. They're uh, coming with like an army of mosquitoes now. Right. Join sides. That sucks. I was I was I had high hopes for the guinea hens. I thought I, it, I, it would I, be a it, fixture. I couldn't wait to document them on the show. Oh that's yeah, that's progress. Uh, yes, that was quick. Can, I think I'm gonna wait. I think I'm gonna wait because you have to invest in the chicken coop. Yeah, that's a project. I didn't that's think like a you shed. Would have, you have to. Plus, do you really want to have to like clean a chicken coop and like have to deal uh, with? I don't know. I don't poop. know how, how much work they are, but yeah, <sighs> I'd imagine like <sighs> the chicken well, coop. They are noisy. I want everybody to know if you're interested in investing. Yeah. The chicken they're coop. ugly as hell when they grow up, but it's you know little chicks, the keats. That, yeah, they were horrible. Cute. They were my babies for 48 hours. But yeah, they look cute. If you oh. can find a clip of how these things sound. It will give you a take, even as Keats. I have a clip. They are so noisy. So even as Maybe little babies, they were uh, they were still like super loud. Yes, yes. It's not a cock-a-doodle-doo sound either. No, There's a it clip sounds like hands. it doesn't even sound like a bird. No, no. That's it. Well, what is? Sounds like a sprinkler. I don't even know. Yes. With a squeaky, rusty... Dude, yeah, like a shitty know. sprinkler. No, Del right. Yeah, it, it sounds phase like, a, three. A, like a Canadian goose that's getting, like, yes. strangled. Yes. Or rapidly pounded. If you, if you like, Google guinea hen sound, the first suggestion that pops up is, why are guinea hens so annoying? Yeah, they are. What's the answer? Uh, they die quick. I was quick. too scared to click. Like goldfish. The other sound... Um, I want to play this for a second. The other sound that we're talking about is the accuracy of details in new Hollywood sequels. Ooh. You know, I could edit this in and make it sound one. normal. He's 60 years old, and he's going back up. Finally, AJ. For one more mission. That's complicated, sir. Um, you guys saw, we talked about this on the thread. You guys have seen the uh, Top Gun Maverick trailer. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're all going to see it. It looks great, but uh, there's been some details, uh, some speculation raised by Michael Theories. about the accuracy of a man oh. of Tom Cruise's character's age oh. still flying missions, and Ed Harris, it, well, he has to be close to 80 at this point, still... Um, He's like a commander on a on a or an admiral, whatever. Biscardi, what is? Tell us everything that's wrong 
with this scenario. Yeah. Uh, well, for one thing, you know, let me point out. I've... It Harris is 68. Yeah. Um, he doesn't look good for let's, 68. Let's look back to 1996. Oh, I was in the ser- service a long time. Name and rank, so I'm all that's left of the enemy. <laughs> 1996, and Ed Harris is playing a BG at that time, and uh, here he is, Brigadier so, General. So here he is, I guess, playing I don't know, Fleet Admiral. I don't, I don't know what he, I don't know what his rank is, but he's obviously an admiral. So yeah. he's got um, he's got Tom Cruise uh, at his, at his desk with him, and he's standing at attention and asking him why he hasn't been promoted. You know. And he's been in since the 80s. Well, the flaw is pretty obvious, I would think. What? Like, there's no way a man of that age could go at that speed as, like, hard, well, like, rip from right, the aortas. We wouldn't fly a plane. Typically, <laughs> I, I know this works in, you know, well, in the Air Force. Once you hit Lieutenant Colonel, which is an 05, you, you're pretty much tied to a desk. After Major, you're done flying, so... Right, you're like too important to... to be zipping around in the sky. And he's, a, he's a captain, right? Right. right. And uh, so, as a captain, that's a naval colonel. Um, you probably wouldn't be in the cockpit. But more importantly, so let's see how many years. This movie isn't coming out till 2020. Uh, there's a general rule oh. in the U.S. Uh, Title 10 Code, uh, Statute 1370. Ooh, the general rule of a commissioned officer typically works like this. You can only hold a commission for 28 years, unless, and that's up to lieutenant colonel, which is an old no, Native so American. If you are beyond that, if you're a colonel, I think you can have 30 years holding commission, and then they set extra years for you as you make general or admiral uh, in this case. And now, oh. keep in mind, the... Um, uh, Chief of Staff, uh, General um, uh, Dunn. Is it Dunn? Dunn? Don't tell Boca Fist, but Phase 3. Oh, I'm not sure. Right. He's in the Marine Corps. So he's the, the Chief of Staff of, of the Armed Forces. Joint Chiefs? Marine, oh. I'm sorry, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs. Excuse me. He's oh. about 65, 66, and he's still holding on to I mean, He's got 40 years in service. Uh, he's still so exceptions can be made. Which can, oh my gosh! Your, your mandatory removal date is typically sixty years of age, which Tom Cruise is, you know, coming up on in real life. And you would think that in his character, he's probably coming up on that as well, because in the '86 he was already a lieutenant, which in the Navy is an '03. So lieutenant, I'm sorry, ensign oh. to lieutenant junior grade to lieutenant in about three years. That means. 1983-ish, he receives his commission. So now fast forward to 2020, and he's only a captain. Math doesn't really work, because that's beyond the 30 years that he's entitled to. If he can't make rank, they would probably retire him. Ed Harris is like 70 years old, and uh, he's oh my gosh. just not oh. going to. Um, no, that's a no-go. They wouldn't do that. Like, there's no way a man of his age would be holding that position. Oh, but that's in, not in fair the, to everybody in, else. In the Navy. Oh, right. but that's not fair to everybody else. This name is going to drive me insane. Chairman of the Chiefs is Dunford. Excuse me, not Dun- Dunford. Joseph Dunford. He is the four-star general of the Marine Corps. He is probably the oldest serving military member. 
Well, he was the uh, chairman, but your data is inaccurate. As of this morning, oh, I was appointed. Clark, you know, he never served. It's ridiculous. Uh, the Luftwaffe. Yeah. Wait a minute. The Luftwaffe is now replacing <laughs> Clark. But but they would mandatory mandatory uh, retire you man you know by mandatory force at that you. point. You're not Mark, going to mandatory removal date is sixty is your sixtieth birthday. You and that's to extend. I think for warrant officers it's like sixty two or something like that. Um, but typically by sixty you're out. And usually in most cases bogus. people don't serve till sixty. I have known some guys, but officers typically don't. Now there's medical personnel <laughs> that I've known. Who choose to work beyond sixty? Um, it's a different kind of officer. What Yikes. if you take your? Uh, ah. When do you? Can you take your pension if you're in that position to where you can like retire? Uh, so if you're active duty, your pension is right after your twenty year mark is over. If you reserves a National Guard, you would collect at age sixty. Now there's a uh, little kicker to that as well. So if you Congress passed a law in two thousand eight where if you were reserves of the National Guard and you served a certain amount of Title X orders subsequent to 2008, every three months that you served after 2008 in a contingency operation or a deployment, they would subtract that 90 days or more from to your age 60. So if, now the, which meant that you could, um, you could retire at the minimum age or collect the minimum age, excuse me, of 50. So... 50 was the earliest if you were reserves of the National Guard with 20 years of service, but they weren't active all the time. But you happen to have 10 years of active time after 2008. If it qualified, then you could take those 10 deployments or 10 operational uh, support tours and, yeah, and, yeah, and use that. And subtract that from 60, which would leave it with 50. Otherwise, it's a is it possible oh. Tom, uh, Tom Cru- uh, Maverick oh, is like, because I read this is like years ago when they were talking. They've been talking about Top Gun 2 for like 20 years. I know. They were saying he was going, remember, like in like the late 90s. They're oh, like, oh my it's gosh. Possible. Oh my God. I thought Anthony Edwards was actually going to die in oh, real oh my life. Gosh. And, and usually movies oh, suck when they talk about it that long and they're like, it's finally happening. It's like, yeah, you, you kind of missed your audience. Like the new Ghostbusters is going to bomb. You know, it's going to be yeah. like a shitty movie. A because lady it's like, Ghostbusters retarded idea. Yeah, you waited 20 years. But I, is it possible to, uh, Maverick is like a, a, a commander, like a squadron trainer that somehow gets called in for like one final mission or something? Probably. Like I, I don't know how they're going to write it. And, I, and we're all going to see it, but I have a feeling course. it's going to get a lot of bad reviews because let's get serious. Yeah. It's going to get bad reviews. Oh. The Lion King apparently is not doing so hot according to reviews, but I don't know. I didn't see it. Jen saw it today. She said it was really good, but it's it's pretty much the same as the first, you know, the original. They they just kind of did a, you know, live update of it. But the thing with Top Gun is you don't see Val Kilmer in the teaser. He's like, or you, if you do, it's for like a second. And then do you guys remember the scene where like, Goose is in there on the piano. Is that like a flashback? I don't get that. that was well, I don't so get. I don't get that because it's not like the scene from the original. You know what I mean? It's like it's a little different. Is yeah, that like a doing Jerry Lee Lewis on the piano? And then they have the piano. Maverick saluting 
like a grave, like he's at a military funeral. Right. Is that like Val Kilmer? Like you don't know what's going on. It, no, it's I not. Don't. It's not actually a very good teaser in the sense of like no. setting up the story. Yeah, but, like I only liked all the how the special effects. Like oh, that. Yeah, that yeah. alone is what's going to get me to that movie. But like you the, think the that way after he's like in that plane around. So, right. Pete Mitchell, Pete Maverick Mitchell, has still been in service for the past 35 years or whatever Maverick yet Mitchell. when he gets on his motorcycle he puts his bomber jacket out back on and he's oh, dusting off fits. yeah he's dusting off his harley as if he hasn't touched him since 86 <laughs> yeah it was short. so do you think you that's like the whole story it's like he's too old but like he's like finding loopholes to like stay oh. in and that's what ed harris right. is like you're an extinct race or something oh. like that yeah, I think something like that because it, it looks like there's hints of you know he's kind of just coming back into it, and it looks like Ed Harris isn't happy that Maverick was assigned to him or something oh, because right. he's like you know what are you doing here and people why aren't you a two star admiral? And, but really, um, he's like wow, Geritol. ten years apart but still look twenty years younger than me. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> He's only ten years apart, but Ed Harris has gotten old too. I mean, uh, yeah, I haven't seen him in a while, you know, in a but film. He, but he always plays like the weathered, you know. I've been around forever, and I can still kick your ass, like character. You know, like the guy in The Rock that he plays, the Man in Black in Westworld. Like, yeah, it's almost it's like him being old makes it better. Right. There are outtakes of him. Um, when he was shooting the rock, I laughed at this. So you know, he's getting the character, he's playing a, a general. There are outtakes that you can find him on YouTube. Oh, really? And he was going into a scene, oh, and he gets so frustrated with his acting, you know, he was self-correcting himself and, and going, oh, fuck! Oh, really? Okay, where am I supposed to stand? Sir! And he's calling everybody in the crew, sir. And I'm thinking, dude, you're a general. Stop calling people sir. You only call a president sir. Uh, yeah, that's funny. You, yeah, cool, you, I'm going to try to find, he, find one. Yeah, if you look in YouTube, you'll find oh. him. But he was really getting frustrated as he was in that character. Of uh, you, you spoke about that. I'll see if I can uh, find oh. a clip. Filled with country. He's calling everybody sir. Things. Like, if that's how you want to do the method acting, great, but... I mean, you're the guy who's the movie star. They're the grip, the AD or whatever, and you're calling them sir. Here's a yeah, clip. Really. In the light, sir. You mean in here, sir? From the window, sir? Yes, sir. Next 48 hours. God, God willing, within the next 48 hours, you will evacuate this island under cover. God damn it! God <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pissed. He sounds like a guinea hen. He sounds like a guinea hen. Oh my God. <laughs> exactly what he sounds like. <laughs> that That's fuck funny. was a, a guinea hen tweet. Fuck. Chirp. I think. Do you guys think they waited? Like I mentioned, Ghostbusters. Do you think they they're, they're waiting too long for these movies to be redone to do a sequel? I mean, like I know why they're doing it. It's a cash grab. But you think 2016 would have been the more appropriate year? Um, yeah, maybe even '96 while Kelly McGillis was still reasonably attractive and oh yeah, straight. the horse lady. <laughs> I think oh, um, yeah. it's because of 
like Cobra Kai and things like that. You're just going to yeah. keep seeing these 80s. It kind of started with the expansion. Bill and Ted is apparently coming back, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I saw that. Gremlins 3 is going to come back, they're saying, which oh, they should yeah, have done that in the that. 90s. You know? yeah. It just so depends this- on who does it. You know, like time is like sort of irrelevant. It's like if the right, you know, writer, director, and like especially cast, like Ghostbusters yeah. cast Paul Rudd. Okay, that you're off to a good start. Yeah. It just yeah. depends. It's got to be done uh, right. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand who the audience is that they're trying to target. Are they trying to bring back the nostalgia for people like us? Yeah. Who were, you know, born in the '80s. Or yeah. they're trying to educate these millennials who had never heard of these pictures. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That's a good know. point. I think it's, it's probably... almost like they're, like, redoing what they loved from their childhood. Yeah. Because yeah, they're rich they're... actors. Right. Right. Yeah, they're right. just trying to do that. I hope the new Ghostbusters, though, isn't just, like, the original cast throwing on proton packs and saying things like, man, this is... Man, I'm getting too old for this shit. You know, like the typical, like, oh, god, Like what they did with that girl's version, it was like, this will not happen again. So, you know, whoever is behind this new one, I don't know. Maybe you do, Clark. But I feel like they are well aware. Reitman is well aware of what that bomb was with the remake with the the all-girl cast. And Thor is (laughs) Janine Melzer. Yeah, he doesn't. He, Jason Reitman, whose dad did the original Ghostbusters, mm. is ignoring the 2016 one altogether. It's as not if it never the, happened. Not in the same universe. And there's speculation that they're ignoring the second Ghostbusters altogether too. Hmm. That they're just jumping right oh. from the first one. I don't know how accurate that is. When I was younger, the second one was by far my favorite, and then I watched same them here. both recently, and I'm like, the second one is. I, we've talked about this recently. It's just. It almost is too long. You're like, okay, uh, it's the just second the one? same thing. Yeah. Yeah, there's the not first enough of them with the, the suits on fighting ghosts. It's just a lot of slime and like uh, weird stuff. It was more the first like one, goofy. They're like always in the suit, like you fighting know, like, stuff. Right, like the, the first one was like half serious. You know, it was like half comedy, half drama. The second one was like so goofy. It was so silly. Vigo, yeah. the I am Vigo, the ruler right. of the world. See, like uh, we laugh at that now. We have choice here. I don't. Think that. How is the baby? <laughs> Woo! Oh, but I would. Well, Dana, don't let the big bugs bite. Uh, Janos, I, I have to go. Well, you know, I I thought I'd ask. Well. <laughs> Adana, <laughs> what? What? Everything you're doing is bad. I just want you to know that everything you're doing is bad. What? Where are you from, Janos? The Upper West Side? <laughs> uh, no, 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 no! Please, no, no, no! No! no. He's a very powerful magician, Doctor Venkman, and uh, genius. <laughs> I'm gonna start talking like that. Just dude, like how, how's I, Jen? I, I want to. I want uh, you to just record. I want you to record every single line of his from that movie, and I'm gonna start a, a podcast with it. It's so <laughs> spot on. It's ridiculous. But also, everything that guy says Please, is no, weird. No! Photographs available in the gift shop. He's such a <laughs> like a great character, but he also like pulls the movie's credibility down. Well, John, he was a very powerful magician. 
and a genius. The mother of a living god. I love the the attempt to go you're gonna go darker and grittier, like uh, the remake that they did of Willy Wonka. Oh, yeah, no, it was dark. Dark. We gotta put a tin burn together to make sure that the screen's really tinted, make it really sick. Psychedelic. And Planet of the Apes. I mean, it's ghosts we're talking about here. There's like no rules. Anything can happen. Yes. And Planet of the Apes, too, Tim Burton did that. They made it like a lot grittier. You know, the one with Mark Wahlberg. I think if people want, uh, if they want people to take it seriously, kill one of the Ghostbusters early in the movie. Yes. You know, like do something like they do in horror movies. Or yeah, make just it out of nowhere, rough. you know. Like, um, maybe kill two of them. Have Stay Puff Marshmallow Man stomp on one of them and you never saw it coming. Oh, it's beautiful fan service. But in 2019, they're just going to accuse the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man of sexual harassment. And he's going to be forced to apologize for yeah. his irreprehensible acts. From a tweet that he wrote in 1981. <laughs> Did they've re- resurrected any of the action figures again? Or do these kids today probably not really... Uh... Dude, I don't wow. know. Apparently, oh, action crazy. figures are huge. Again, uh, Marvel oh, Marvel makes more money than the video games and the movies. Really? Really? With toys. Really? Oh, my gosh. Right. So what are they going to do Dick Tracy? That needs to be rebooted. I know. There were so many villains that were never accounted for in the 90 remake. You could do Dick Tracy and make it gritty. At like like a Scarface where it's like actually violent and think of all those characters like That'd the great have the TV guys, series yeah. and I still wish yeah. we could do this if either you were in New York or I was in LA to do the Dick Tracy web series where we would actually take out of the comic book one of which I have right here the case oh book God. of Dick Tracy Let's and go. Every single story and recreate it on film. Dude, my yeah, head just exploded. I mean, right I here, need a vacuum. Crewy Lou, like Chester Gould, 52251 to 11451. There's an episode right there. Dude, yeah, there we go. I was just going to say, that. this is a Netflix series. It's, it's so perfect because every episode could be a different villain that he busts and then at the end of this of the first season they all break out and they're all standing under one ruler and that'll lead into season two it's already there i'm deleting this part from the show let's stop the film surpassed batman i remember batman was the thing the year before everybody loved batman yeah yeah batman was huge we got to find out who owns the rights like it's so old it's probably public domain but you know some company owns the rights right so we got to figure out who that is warren Beatty, when he did the film wanted it to be really like bloody and violent but disney was like no you got to make it for kids but he wanted it to be like a well he we don't need to make it coming from you know bonnie and clyde and and uh and then after the year after, he did my favorite role as uh, Benjamin Siegel, which is oh, yeah. a meaty character. Great flick. Brilliant. Yeah. Great flick. It'd be cool to uh, buy it from Warren Beatty. He owns it. We he got does. I thought just, so. Because to direct it, I think he had to buy the rights. I, I should just... I, he lives on Mulholland Drive. I should evade his security and somehow sneak into the premises when he's on the shitter and be like, hey, hey, I'm not a crazy guy. Got an idea for you. And he'll just be like, what the fuck? Whatever, kid. 
Uh, Remember when he wanted to run for governor against Schwarzenegger? Aren't Beatty's 82? Oh, really? Yes. Baby. He's a bleeding liberal. Oh, he's such what a liberal. He says. He's such a liberal. He's such a liberal. Bob Dole. <laughs> is he? he's liberal. No, he's not. Yikes. Ah! No, I was going to say liberal, but he's dark. Dark. No Native Americans. Um, but yeah, let's... Yes, Clark, just show up on his doorstep. I mean, look, Michael Moore got Charlton Heston just by showing up on his doorstep. Who did? Michael Moore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just showed up. That disrespectful interview. Charlton Heston was nice enough to give him the time, (laughs) and the fat slob of the hut, um, (laughs) you know, insult them in his own home. That was a disrespectful... You know, he's such a, you should, you should, you should, you know, you should lose some weight, man. Like you are really not taking care of yourself. Like how can I take anything, uh, any words of yours to value? Well, he's gotten fatter over like, I mean, look at, look at him 20 years ago. He's he's like doubled in size. Melting ice cream. He's not going to live more than the next five (laughs) years. No, not. He won't live to see the world that he wants. He's, uh, he's disgusting. Oh, so disgusting. oh my he god. That he's so stupid that he thinks that <laughs> oh an eighteen year old should have the right to run for president. Oh, oh gosh. Does he really? He when he saw those kids from Parkland and all across Florida just walking so out of school, he thought it was the most brilliant thing he'd ever seen just to go walk out of school. The gorgeous Bastiano. Did you guys see what Louis C. K. said about those kids? No. It's such oh, a bad yeah. joke. Yeah, I heard it. I forget it. It's so it's funny, but like, it's what wrong. What are you doing? Like, how about you don't go there yet? No, no, no. he shouldn't say. He shouldn't be saying anything. He shouldn't be doing Especially anything. Especially him. Yeah, like his no, jokes know, need to be a little soft. Water. He's thin ice. His yeah, bit, right. No, he he. That's a death sentence for him. He'll never recover. I mean, he's I done. Oh yeah. But he did this joke about like, why do I have to listen to these kids? What do they do? They just didn't get shot. Maybe I should listen to the guy that you know. <laughs> Did his laundry on time or pay his tax? Like you just didn't die. Like why are you an authority on stuff? Why do I have to listen to you? And I get the argument. Like, these kids are, are speaking up because they lost friends and they're trying to change the world. Like I get that. I respect them. But the way he did it, it's hilarious. Doesn't like, mean I think that little David Hogg is qualified to run for president. He's oh a nerd. Gosh, that's such who a... I'm surprised didn't die from getting beat up in school. Right. Right. He probably caused it before the shooting. Right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I like the Dick Tracy, the Dick Tracy bit. And I'm, I think, I'm stuck uh, on that now. Yeah, I can't I stop thinking. I'm so fascinated by making it a show. I, I, have to... I brought this up over a year ago. I remember. Hmm. We talked about it on the show. We got to move on it. A I year ago? I started the teleplay. I know that. I yeah, no, I can find really? the old show. We actually have a show I... called like Dick Tracy or something. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, we did like a whole thing. I think thing it's on show. my other laptop, my beat ass laptop. I think I have the teleplay. I was almost done with it, maybe three quarters of the way. All I did was. What adapt. is a teleplay? So that's a, a screenplay for television. Okay, okay. Into your computer remotely, Michael. Let me just pull up the file yes, right you now. Can searches. Why do you, I do like. Uh, Documents. I think it's just a, it's a, a brilliant idea. Yeah. You I know, know, it's got a built in audience. It's, Even if it it's doesn't. It's entertaining. It's going to be great. All the different villains. It's going to be yeah. like, I don't know. 
I mean, all the popular shows have a whole bunch of villains that gang up at the end. Or vice versa, a whole bunch of good guys that gang up against one villain. There's so many story arcs. So many. A plethora. The fun would be just um, narrowing down who's like the main baddies. Scary, do you own all the... Yeah. Do you have all those comics? Is that where you got those from? I've had those things since oh my gosh. 91-ish. Oh, wow. I did lose a couple of them. I had some of the... Uh, so so that do, was the, do the different villains... That was a collected book. I only have one of... Hold on. One... My mom ship out the action figures out here. She's, I still have them all at at, at her place. Really? Yeah. Oh I mean, I had God. I had yeah, every dude. one except the blank. Of course. Nobody they were so cool. You could interchange like the guns and stuff. Um, there was like a police car, and it was it was cool. It was just fun. The rodent was still the coolest, though. He had, like, the purple, all-purple suit. I remember Halloween that year. My buddy and I, I didn't pick a particular gangster. I just organized the door and a toy Tommy and then walked out. But we made him Dick Tracy, and he and his brother and I went as Dick Tracy and his two, um, you know, gangster uh, perps. And that's how we went around. Trip oh, Tracy. nice. We put him in. He had the yellow hat, the yellow coat. Oh, I'm remembering yeah. the movie I loved. Uh, Dustin Hoffman. Who was he? Mumbles when, like, finally he just like he just like forces it out, and he's like, and he he, he finally like speaks. He speaks like clearly, but you can tell it's like really a challenge. He's like eighty-eight keys, eighty-eight keys. Right. So big boy did. Big boy paid him. Big boy did. Big boy did. Like, oh, eighty-eight keys set you off. Like he was so scared. What's the matter? I'm painting a fight. I wanted to be Warren Beatty so bad, and then when he did Bugsy the year later. Oh yeah, this guy. <laughs> yeah. What? He did Bullworth five years later? Oh wait, Bullworth no. soundtrack was better than the movie. <laughs> it was a bad movie. Ghetto superstar. Yeah, it was a. Uh, yeah, Bullworth. Bugsy, though, was just brilliant. Bugsy's a great flick. Yeah. Bang. That was bang, awesome. Bang. 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 It's in the Bible. It's also on my birth certificate. A bug is something that lives in dirt. A bug. You boys want to put tonight in the W? I know it's an early day oh, tomorrow. Yeah, shit. Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm um, so consumed by this. Tracy. Tracy. Calling penis Tracy. It's Drake everywhere I go. It's Drake. If this Drake. idea were to be Peace. stolen, you know somebody was listening to us. And we're going to come after you. Yeah, we're going to find out where you live. And these hands, like the mole, have been built the Here's a tease uh, of the Summer Sisters. They, uh, small town girls. Small town girls, the showbiz aspirations, turned pickpockets forced by the brow to aid in espionage. I'm not sure, but I believe they died. I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, they were drowned by the brow. They were drowned, right? Yeah. Brow. Wow, my memory. They must not that. have uh, been good spies. I'm gonna have to watch Dick Tracy again tonight. 
Steve the Tramp was actually a good guy in the comic. He was a villain turned good guy. Oh, really? Comic, yeah. I kind of forget him. He helped Dick Tracy. He was in the opening scene in the movie where Tracy beats him up. Right. He's like work. He like lives with the kid, and he's like. Right. Oh, and the, yeah. in the comic yeah. Hamburger he face. He's kind of like an informant. Oh. Hmm. Steve oh, like he doesn't just beat the shit out of him and steal the kid. Right. Jeez, that's tough. <laughs> The kid. Steve the Tramp. Save me no chicken. Ooh, the kid. That'd be a cool character as well. Hey, tough guy. Want to try on somebody your own size? We got a place for people like you downtown. This cockroach old man. Go suck an egg! <laughs> your kids don't. Egg. Your clothes don't smell very good, kid. Whenever I remember, I remember watching him when he's eating in that diner. Every time, wanting to go and eat all the things he's eating at a diner, it looks yeah. so good. Chili, chili was his thing. It was his thing in the comic book. And my buddy put it was chili. It tastes oh, okay. like rub. I don't know chili, why I right. slave over a hot stove for you, Tracy. When do oh, we eat? Yeah. When do we eat? Hey, Tracy, you want a donut? Uh, coffee. Great soundtrack. So was Bugsy. Bugsy oh, was back in business. Bugsy was Ennio Morricone. Such a beautiful score that, for that movie. It's really good. I love the back in business montage in Dick Tracy where they show yeah. Big Boy and all his hoods like. But there was, there's also tracks on that soundtrack that didn't make the film, like Katie Lang uh, wrote this song called "Riding the Rails," which is not in the film, but it's on the soundtrack. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I had the soundtrack, but I only listened to like two songs on it that I remember. Baby, you're mine on the planet. Yo, the Summer Sisters ratted out the brow. And that's why they die, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, we can talk about it. We won't spoil it. We won't spoil it. Well, yeah, that's what happened. We can twist it. We can we can saute it. We can keep them alive. <laughs> Tweet us. You understand podcast? From the gentleman in charge of the Summer Sisters Espionage Act, Michael Biscardi, to the man in charge of the Browse Prominent Suit Exchange, Jonathan Nassinger, to the...